you're in shape. You're, you're fit. Like what, what are you doing to stay, stay lean? Yeah. So, I mean, now it's just, um, just working out. I mean, traditional workouts. Um, I'm in a, a program with Sean Crane oh, yeah? just for accountability. Um, you know, I've, it's been different phases of life. I, I played hockey. That, that's how I got into college. It wasn't the grades. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I've, I played men's league hockey for a long time back in DC. When I moved out here, I, I haven't played at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm all about the biohacking really deep in it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cold plunging, all yeah. that stuff. I did that earlier. It's mm-hmm. weird. I feel like I'm on fire right now. Like I go in the cold plunge uh-huh. and I'm freezing. And then like a couple hours later, it's like your body temp comes back and you're yeah. hot. But uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. I think the biggest difference between how I look now and how I feel now is just sobriety. Like sobriety is a superpower, really? man. How long you been sober? Not, I mean, hundred percent. Only a couple weeks, but it's <laughs> been something. Um, you know, I went through a tough period mm-hmm. um, last couple months. Um, my brother got cancer. He's, he's twenty eight years old. You know, two little kids. It's yeah, like, it really beat me up. But you know, I wasn't drinking a ton. But it was like you know, I'm having a glass of wine with dinner. You know every mm-hmm. night and then it becomes a habitual thing and you'd be surprised how those calories add up and all of a sudden i'm like you look soft you know mm-hmm. so i'm like i kind of made a decision that you know what like why do you even need that in your life at all mm-hmm. especially when things are not going well and you're going through something it's the worst time to do that so oh, yeah i just was like you know what i'm cutting this off for good i just want to live a life of sobriety and i feel like the universe or god whatever you're into um rewards that type of behavior and and you just can't be someone that's drinking alcohol every day if, if you want to grow a fund to a billion dollars yep it's true i mean it's just because I, I did uh, the 75 hard for a little bit and so yeah too. um and it wasn't necessarily like that i wasn't feeling as clear you know like i i remember the difference between when i wasn't drinking and when i am now but it's more so like you lose a day or you're a little bit slower the next day like that's, even if it's a few glasses of wine at night or whatever like the next day like you're a little bit more foggy you're a little bit slower and so when i was not drinking it just I, I got my weekends back. I was a lot more productive even during the week when I was just because I wasn't feeling hungover. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's huge. And you know, even hearing you say it, I'm like, dude, I should probably just stop drinking altogether too. Because it makes a difference, man. It, it really does. Um, and, you know what the problem is? What? The problem is, is we can be very successful and do these things. Exactly. And you, and you kind of fool yourself um, into thinking that you you can because you, you actually can, but you're really only getting 80% of your production. Yep. Right? Like yesterday... I'm, I'm at the uh, community gym. I'm the only one in there in the middle of the day and I'm watching everybody at the pool and I'm just like, now I'm not that guy. Yep. I didn't go to brunch and drink and <laughs> waste the day because it was a holiday. I yep. crushed in the gym. I cold plunge writing content and then I'm just like, I'm feeling so empowered by yeah. that and I want to feel like that all the time. And, and it steamrolls too, right? Yeah. And then no matter, as long as it make, makes you feel like you have an edge, then that's all that matters too, right? Like, cause yeah. Obviously, there's a ton of science behind cold plunging and everything else, too. But once you get into this routine of like, dude, I'm rolling, I'm feeling good, I'm not drinking. And then it just stampedes and it steamrolls into, you know, whatever other more productive things you could be doing. Like you said, you're you know, writing content and all that. So you're just those little things add up. Yeah, so. I'm watching you guys and how how strategic and the frequency and how amazing all the content you put out is. I'm like, I got to step up that game, right? Yeah, it takes takes effort <laughs> a ton of effort right and, and it takes a team too i mean once for us right i mean for content you saw the guys all out here right yeah, we have big team we spend probably 60 to seventy thousand dollars each month just on content that's not that's not paid ads that's not anything it's just ryan's content and then now like our content as well which is huge and that's part of the reason you know we started an agency so we have like 
50 clients right now who we all do production for and that's a totally different team but we just saw like we're doing this so we feel like other people are going to need it and i mean it's been a profitable business for us too but just seeing how much goes into content it has been pretty impressive and obviously i I know you're like what are you doing right now i mean do you have an editor like what does that look like i've been inconsistent yeah you know like i've gone through periods where i'm investing in the content sending it out to an editor and then last month i've just been just doing it myself you know throwing it up there and the results are actually better yeah as far as you know comments things and and the quality Mm -hmm. um when you send it off to an editor and it's a podcast like it's still worth doing of course yeah but i don't know if it gets the same impact as when you're just looking in the camera talking well something that we talk about too right there's two different types of like short form content there's the stuff where where, when you're intentional and you're like talking to the camera that stuff's always going to perform better even if you like are direct and you film it and you still send it off to an editor that's still going to perform better than like the podcast stuff that gets chopped up because it's very difficult to get like a complete reel out of the podcast obviously we do it and because we do both and Mm -hmm. the like you know we're going to take this podcast we're going to chop it up and it'll be like a sizzle reel for you know somebody hopefully somebody's going to watch it and like oh this is great now i'm going to go watch the entire podcast but you know for us it's a volume game right ryan posts like six times a day I'm nowhere there near that. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do like once, twice a day. And then with the podcasts, you know, they're, they're launching and we'll have at least two posts from that. And then I'm still trying to do the the one physical post because, you know, people, like you said, they value authenticity. And sometimes like the overly produced stuff just doesn't resonate as well as you, you know, sitting at home. And obviously it helps that you have a beautiful house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're sitting out there, got a great view and all that. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's a balance. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I overstory. Like I do too many stories. I notice like if mm-hmm. you go over four, six stories, like the views yeah, the that view get diminished. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's a sweet spot there. But, yeah, I mean, I I couldn't tell you with the story stuff because the stories like we I use that for like my like regular life, and then I'm trying to like post all the business content or like if a story does well, then I'm like okay, like I'm gonna make a reel out of this, mm. and then I'm gonna like repost it and do something. So yeah, like but I, I mean I've been following you, and you, I feel like you, you do a pretty good job. You know, you're pretty active on on the gram. Yeah, consistent with that platform. Yeah. That's the thing. If you don't have a team, it's going to be very difficult to do it across all, all the different platforms. Yeah, I mean, dude, you make enough money. You should go hire like uh, 2500 or like a $3,000 a month person and just have them post everything for you, produce it, do all that. Because that, that, I mean, that's, that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, it, it makes it way easier. It's funny you say that because we are doing that. Yeah. We we, <laughs> we filmed our first podcast this morning. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then so what what does the production look like for that? Uh, like, so our team's in in mm-hmm. Florida, right? So I'm the only only person on on the West Coast. But uh, so they were both in office, Sergio and and Cody, and I was on the uh, the Zoom yeah. or whatever. But uh, using Riverside or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riverside. That seems to be the one everybody sends me mm-hmm. um, for the first one. I just put my phone up separately sideways. I nice. Order a camera and a microphone, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> but it's like you better get you know get started. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect at first. And then what do you guys use on the on the back end for production? Is it just like a virtual assistant? You guys find out a US editor? What no, there's like? um there's a team in Florida that oh, we sweet. that we've used for all of our boot camps events. They always film that stuff. They do yeah. all the, all the content. Um it's Matt Jimenez and Nice. One percent digital. Cool. Yeah. Guys. So, oh, I didn't know you guys were doing boot camps and stuff too. Walk me through what that process looks like. Like, what are you guys doing boot camps for? Is it just for capital raises or? Um, not necessarily capital raises. It's just uh, throwing an event. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we've 
Cody's done, I think, 15 of them because wow. he had a marketing business before the hedge fund. Got it. Um, totally different. So they were always throwing events in Florida. They've got a massive presence down there. So they always do it in the, the East Hotel on the nice. the event floor. You can get panoramic views in Miami. We're going to switch it. We're going to stop doing the Miami thing. And I think the next one, we're probably doing West Palm Beach. There not, we go. Now, little, now that we're hedge fund guys. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, can't, can't go out at the clubs afterwards. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't find me there. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you're sober now, so no point. Yeah. 